He is going to drop the throw. Fires deep along the right sideline for Alec, Alec Pierce. Pierce. He's got it. Touchdown! Touchdown! Alec Pierce spikes it into the end zone. Touchdown! I-N-D-Y! A 32-yard grab over the shoulder snag. Good evening, everybody. Coming on to kick it with us tonight as we uh, we celebrate a uh, most embarrassing loss in probably in Colts history, where we blow uh, the the biggest comeback ever in the NFL, being up thirty three nothing at halftime, losing thirty nine to thirty six in Colts fashion. You know, so at the bottom we got trash, 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 trash. All right, how's everybody doing tonight? The Colts finally made history, bro. Oh, we've made a lot. We've made a lot of history. We're going to the Hall of Fame this year with that shit. <laughs> yeah, bro. That shit was wild. But the funny thing is I was more mad when we were up 33 nothing than when we started losing. We started losing. I started cheering. I was finally moving. Oh, me too. My- <laughs> I, was, I was pissed. Like, what are we doing? We're going to screw around and win this game. <laughs> I, I remember saying to my mom, she commented on one of my posts early on when I was like, what are we doing? Like, what's happening? And I was like, there's still plenty of time for us to lose this game. <laughs> there's still plenty of time for us to lose this game. If, if yeah. anything showed against the – man, we we literally have been the laughing stock of the NFL for the last two games that we played. So for the really? last three weeks, uh, what was it, Monday night uh, against Dallas, <laughs> 33 points in the fourth quarter alone, and then today where we were up 33 nothing. That's wild. 36 nothing actually, weren't we at one point? No, 33. 33 nothing. It was 36-7. That's right. That's right. <clears throat> Damn. That's right, man. I mean, that's that's wild, man. And a lot of people want to blame it on uh Jeff Saturday, people saying it shows his inexperience, man. I don't I don't know who to blame it on. Uh but people are crazy. I I me and D saw somebody uh <laughs> sitting there blaming the defense. They were like, I mean, oh, we lost. We lost. You have to. No, you can't. You Bro, can't. We've got outscored by 64 points the last two games in the second half. I got. We got. We got to have some debate here. You can, how can you? Me, if we have If y'all want to debate it, we could debate it. We could definitely debate that right now because look, you gotta, if you look Let's at today it. alone, if you look at today alone, that defense was on the field longer than they've been on the whole game, just in the You're third right. and fourth quarter. But they had a 30-point cushion and fucked around and found out and because, lost. Because we got Matt Ryan again. We got okay, Matt so, fucking Ryan. Like, what okay, is, so put it, what like this, put it like this. Put it like this. Our offense had seven of those 36 points. You're telling me that as a defense and as a special teams, we're supposed to put up 36 or, or thirty or 29 points, and our offense can go out there and put up just seven? No. Realistically, realistically no. Realistically, okay, so, in this so how, game, the defense gave our offense a 33-point cushion. Here's my thinking. You you have, as a defense, they always say, you just need one stop. You get us they one stop. Two. They got multiple stops. They got two right. in the fourth. Alone. They, right. Right. They, they, right. The Vikings punted, punted three times in the fourth quarter. You know how many first downs the Colts, got, uh, the Colts offense got off of those three punts? <laughs> Probably two. We got two first downs yes. for three punts, and then and then we got one in the four in the overtime. We made it a was stop. One, 
There was one. <laughs> I think uh, it was at the five minute mark. I think Matt said we got the we had got the ball. They punted to us. Matt said, "Oh, great, that's awesome. Our offense held the ball for thirty-seven seconds. Thirty-seven seconds, bro. It was it was the seven minute mark. I think it was like oh, you're telling me it was like eight something." We got the ball back, and then I was like, oh, let's go ahead, because we were down at, like, the, the two-yard line, our two-yard line. I was like, cool, we could make a long drive out of this. But no, instead, we held the ball for 30 seconds. They got the ball back before the seven-minute mark. They punted it to us at the eight-minute mark. So I don't disagree, but I also say this, this comes on defensive coaches for whatever you did in the first half. Clearly, Minnesota adjusted. I thought part of good quality coaching is making appropriate adjustments. You can't, you can't allow didn't 400 do that. yards of passing in the second half. Period. Yeah. Okay. But, okay, but, yeah. but, but you also got to look at the yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, we, we got me, me and Zach got to come to our defense a little bit here too. Like, okay, but four. It's your yards job as a defensive coordinator to. Oh, we played. We played good first half. We can't turn around and use that same game plan in the first half because you know Minnesota is going to come out and pick it apart, and that is exactly what we did. Offensively this year, it's a lost cause, in my opinion. The best offense the Colts have is three plays and a punt because they're so inconsistent. Matt Ryan's a turnover machine, and it's just ridiculous. But defensively, this loss, in my opinion – weighs more so on the defense than it does on the offense because the offense we know is consistently bad. The one thing that the Colts have had all year consistently is a quality defense. And the time, the one time this year, the one time we give them 30 points, we scored 30 points. That is 14 more than what we normally score. The team scored 30 points. Either way. We give the defense a thirty-point cushion, and you couldn't keep it. But see, but see, that's where my defense—that's where my my disagreement is because our def- our offense didn't give our defense a cushion. Our defense and our special teams gave our offense a cushion, and our <laughs> offense decided to be soft with it. We had a pick six, a blocked punt. We had three or four, maybe I think even five different drives in the first half that started on their side of the field because the defense made plays. I don't disagree with you. Okay, so, but my so, issue is is that my issue is is like I, I've played defense too, and me and D kept saying this all game. I don't like to blame refs, but in that second half, there were multiple times on third down where a flag was thrown that shouldn't have been. And that's, that's a killer. We that's a killer. That. And that's killer. That too. That's killer for a defense. If you ever played defense and you made a stop on third down and, and there was a flag that shouldn't have been thrown, that's killer, yeah. man. Yeah. It's a, there's, a lot to blame. There's, a, there's a lot to be blamed if, if I'm going to say anything. It, it, there's a lot to be blamed. Here's okay, my question, so though. Like this to me, though. Like, oh, go ahead. Go hold uh, on. Let Damon talk. Let Damon talk. Here's, here's my question, right? So we, we knew – we talked about this a couple weeks back. Justin Jefferson is going to get us for what? 200? Yep, we, we were making up Madden numbers over here. 150, 200, 250 yards, right? You figure your game plan is to, to neutralize that guy. So that guy went for 200 yards. KJ Osborne went for 150 yards. Dalvin Cook went for another 100 yards receiving. Where's the adjustments? Where's the scheme? Why are we not crafting? Oh my God, we're getting beat everywhere. Here's my. Can't here's stop my, them all. I mean, that's what all players okay. are. Okay, here's my thing. No, I, even, I said it early. I said it early in the game. It, it came down to what Gus was doing defensively. I, that the one drive that I said it on, Okariki made a play. 
but they were utilizing mismatches inside in the, in the interior. They were putting these dudes on the inside and putting tight ends on the outside. So they were taking Stefan Gilmore out of the play. They were taking Isaiah Rogers out of the play. Um, and in my opinion, Okarike, or Okarike, he can play the outside on a tight end. That tight end was not fast. Hawkinson's not fast. He's not going to burn Okarike down the field. Okay, so so my point is here, Zach and Damon, you get, he's talking about putting it on the defense, and and the defense had a 30-point cushion or whatever it is. You say it's the responsibility of the defense to keep that lead down. Well, the offense had a total of seven points and 200 total yards of offense. What is the responsibility of offense? This year? We already oh, no, 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 not, not, not this year. I'm talking about a offense. What is your responsibility? Well, obviously, in offense, you want to be able to put up points and put up yards and allow your defense to rest. I so, feel like if your defense has to play more than 30, 30 plays a game, you fucking suck as an offense. Okay, now, this so, year's, that's, so, so how can we put this on the offense? If you can't even put up offense or you can't put up yards, the least you should be able to do is take time off the clock. Shorten yeah. the game, and yeah. they couldn't do that. So, right. how can you sit here? That's like if we're sitting here playing, and you're going out there for three plays, and I'm going out there for for fifteen plays at a time. How is that even at all? How is that? How does that work? You can't sit here and tell me that we're just going to blame our off our our defense for every issue that was there, and we can sit here and try and say the defense had this cushion. They gave themselves the cushion. You're right. the offense. It's right. just like when we play. It's just I'm like just, when we played the Dallas Cowboys last week. The defense was keeping the Colts, uh, keeping the um Colts offense off the field while it was nineteen to twenty one. And then what did the Dallas Cowboys offense do? Boom! They rolled DeMarco, our ass. To DeMarco, I don't. I'm not arguing with with you about what should be done. I completely agree. Hey, let's what let's I'm let's arguing is is once they got to that cushion, why weren't the adjustments made? To keep that's Minnesota off balance. That's that's it. No, that's no, it. No, DeMarco, no, I, I that is you, all that I'm arguing. I'm not trying to yeah. argue with y'all either. Like it's you just can't allow 40 points after halftime. Right. No, I no, I understand that's that. It. But the adjustment that was made that's was it. to go to that cushion defense and and back them up. And when has that cushion defense ever done shit for us? <laughs> I mean, that's prevent defense. That's what prevents wins. Exactly. No. So what I noticed in the game, push it back is everybody. They was trying to play it deep and keep from getting beat deep. So what I noticed when they made that change to go soft was That's after hold on was after Osborne beat us deep. Exactly. We ended up getting it back because he didn't complete the catch. So it ended up coming back, but that was the play we ended up getting beat, which is crazy because that was zone coverage. Who got beat was the safety. The safety went the wrong way and Osborne just ran right past him. So we should have never backed off. Of these receivers, because the thing is, is Stefan Gilmore in the in, in the first half was playing man press on J.J. and was taking him out. He kept him out because J.J. wasn't running free reign to run his routes. He was disrupted early every time he came off the line. Same thing with same thing with with Osborne. And th that's why Kirk Cousins had no time to throw. He was holding the ball. And then once once Osborne got that free run down the field, when uh, what was it? Uh, Rodney Thomas got beat. Even though he dropped it, that's when Gus was like, oh, we got to back off. They're going to start beating us now. And pass rush looked good. 
We had seven sacks, two interceptions, a pump block for a touchdown. I, I don't give a damn what anybody says. This game is not on that fucking defense. I don't even care if we send our third stringers back out on the field and they got torched that way. There's no fucking way offense can go out there and they can't give you 15 minutes of freaking just running the ball, getting some first downs, and getting the clock ran right. off. In that the first half, ridiculous. in the first half, all three phases were working. In the first half, all three phases were working, and then in the second half, there was only one that worked for maybe a drive, and then we just they just couldn't keep up anymore. Even even Hack started punting funny. He didn't even look the same punting. Terrible, terrible. <laughs> special teams, terrible. special teams weren't weren't playing coverage the same in the second half. It was like in the second half, it's like they went into halftime and they're like, hey, I don't want to play anymore. We can't, we can't no, win this no, game. They, no, they, no, they went in the halftime, and they said this game is over, guys. That's yeah. what happened. And then Vikings relax. said no. You can't let Kirk Cousins do that. Kirk Cousins is a guy that's a game manager. He will pick you apart. You can, you just can't play back. I want to answer Nathan's question, though, because he did ask it twice. Uh, do we uh, draft a left tackle or QB? We are, we are going quarterback. Quarterback. I brought the second question up because the first time he asked Levis, and I didn't really want to piss off D yet. Um, You're not going to piss me off with it. But but this is this is 100% facts too. He said the offense didn't work. First down run, second down run, third down screen. We talk about this all game long. I mean, we we're, we're in our group chat. We're talking about all game long. We ran that wide receiver screen, the MPJ. I think over 10 times. Was every it, time on third down. down. It was every time on third. It was more than that because we ran it in the first half. Didn't work. I, I, we gotta go back and watch that tape. <laughs> I think it was more than five. It seemed like every time we had the ball on offense, we ran that play. It was every time we either ran the screen or we threw it to Pittman, period. I mean, yeah. me personally, like, I, I love Pittman. I mean, I think he's a dog. He has dog mentality. But he is not an explosive receiver. Nope. He's a chain mover. You need to keep him going forward. He's not a guy you can keep running on screens. And, and we do this shit religiously. It's like part of our goddamn theme um, – Jeez, it, it just pissed me off. All we were doing was Pittman, 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 screen to Pittman. And it's like, geez, dude, run Doolin. Run Campbell. Get a guy with some speed to get the ball in his hands. Like, And we just kept running it and running and running it. And obviously anybody can sit there and call it and see it. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, I mean, um, it's just this is something that's been a part of our offense for a long time here. It's a uh, part of that Frank play calling. I, I honestly, in the first half, our play calling looked completely different. It, it looked like we had a new offense. Our, our everything looked a different. Run our gap scheme looked different. Um, our offensive line was playing with push. Not right. Time involved. in the apartment. Yeah, we had our tight ends involved. We we were featuring um, Jelani Woods for for most of that first half. Bro, he only, Jelani, he still, Jelani he still ended with only one catch for twenty seven <laughs> yards, which is insane. And he, then um, and then there was that one catch, and then we times. Yep, and then there was multiple times again where Matt Ryan is looking at Paris Campbell being wide open, looks somewhere else, runs and get and try and get sacked. I mean, this is just ridiculous, and it, it, it's every time. I think uh, our offense was scripted. So once they get off okay. script, and once right, and once you force Parks to not be able to go on script and force him to adjust. You see what happens. He calls the same like seven plays, eight plays. That corny screen you guys hate. Um, I hate those dives like right up the right up behind Ryan Kelly because they literally get two yards. Like there's no creativity. Um, so so and I and I want to comment on that too. Zach Moss was killing it on the stretch plays. Yeah. Outside runs. Every time we ran an interior run, he got stuffed. 
But anytime we stretch the field, he was able to run the hole. He could he'd get three to four yards. I'll take three to four yards. He's got a good I'll jump cut, three, and they don't do three, anything with it. Right. Three three plays a drive with three to four yards, you're getting a first down every time. And that's not on your personnel. Yeah. Just that's laziness. That's and just like laziness. I said, and like I said, that's another thing on offense. Like, I don't – like me personally, I'm a running back, dude. I, I've played quarterback before. I, I don't care what it is, what kind of – what it is or whatever you got to do. Your defense gives you – or your offense puts up points to give you a lead. As a defense, it's your job to hold that lead. When your defense and your special teams is going out there and making plays and you're on offense, your job is to take the time off the clock, convert third yep. down, be efficient. And on offense, we just haven't done it consistently over and over and over and over and over again. And this is what it's been pretty much all year. So that's where I'm at with that, and it's just ridiculous. Uh, Nathan asked, "Why not throw the ball to Pierce?" Uh, I'm pretty sure it's because Pierce just isn't getting open. Well, not separating. I mean, it's not, not even. Separating. It's not. It's not even that. I mean, it's not. We're not scheming for anybody outside of Michael Pittman. Yeah, Pierce was targeted <laughs> five times today. I um, mean, uh, I mean, the only person we're scheming for is Pittman. Every time, every time Pierce got targeted, though, he had no separation at all. It was like zero. <laughs> it was just jump balls every time. So, I mean, that's what he said. That's what I mean. That's what, yeah, I mean that's what it's that's what it's got to be him to to just make those plays. Like if you look at a guy like I mean it's gonna take him a little while to get used to it and whatnot. But if you look at the perfect comp for him is Mike Williams over with um, L.A. Chargers. It's like you got to be a big guy that's gonna make contested catches. I mean that's what he's gonna do. He has some speed to you know break away a little bit, but that's mostly what he's gonna have. It's gonna be contested catches, and he's just got to make some plays. And at the same time, there was some balls that Matt Ryan threw that weren't even like close. I mean, there was the one yeah. I think that was on a third down where Pittman's looking for the ball over his shoulder and the ball is back here. And he I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, like these balls aren't even they're not even plays to be made by the receivers. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's tough watching our offense, man. I mean, it, it consistently goes on. And I, I kind of was noticed that when we were up, I think about 20. 23 or something like that to, to zero. And I noticed our offense really hadn't done anything. And it was just like, okay, how, how's the rest of this going to go? Yeah. Yep. 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 Trash. I don't know if you guys ever seen that video, but there's this guy on TikTok that, uh, um, he got mad at the Dallas Cowboys. I think they lost to the Packers. And he was like, Prescott, trash. <laughs> Dallas Cowboys, trash. Losing the fuck back, trash. Like, it will do it's so funny. It's, I don't know. It's it's hilarious. That's all I kept thinking about. My coworkers hit me up and they were like, trash. And I was like, oh fuck, man. Yeah, we're trash. <laughs> like, there was nothing else to say about it, bro. I, I couldn't even try to defend these guys. I was like, hey, we're tanking. People are like, that just does, doesn't make sense to tank and be up thirty three nothing at one point in a game. And I'm like, well, you can't make it look obvious. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. I'm like, the, the defense had made it clear they don't want to tank, but it's clear this offense just doesn't know what else to do. I mean, I mean Quentin liked that post you guys shared the other day. And, uh, yeah, and the group chat we were in, Colts are tanking. Quentin Nelton like this. So, I mean, yeah. he's, offensively, he's not even trying, I feel like. Yeah, so. yeah I don't know. I think I think he might be ready for a new quarterback himself. I think he's, he's getting tired of old. Oh, this is for DeMarco. Yep. 
I have watched nothing yeah. on this guy. Uh, so yeah. yeah, so this is for everybody out there. Um, this is uh, it was supposed to be a rant about quarterbacks because we yep. honestly thought. Um, I mean, actually, I kept telling all these guys I thought we were gonna beat the Minnesota Vikings, and it was gonna be one of those games where it was just like, why are the Colts winning? And uh, it was uh, one of those games until, those games. and it was until <laughs> we started. Um, but uh, basically, this was every quarterback under the sun. I mean, I can't even name how many quarterbacks that everybody's sitting here talking about, like who we should get. It's not even my problem with it is not even rookies. Like first, like we're watching this, these clips of Will Levis here. I've not been a Will Levis fan. There isn't any games where I've saw him do anything that was as far as spectacular, leading his team, showing intangibles, um, doing different things of that nature to bring his team back. What's up, Daniel? Um, he also lost this game right here that they're showing against Florida. So uh, it, it's just been one of those things. And then people comparing him to Josh Allen and stuff like that. I don't see it. I I, I really don't see it. Uh, um, if you look at him in any of the big games that he's played, they just falter. They just did not finish the game out well. Um uh, so I wasn't high on Will Levis, but what I will tell you is that people sat here and they've checked off the box for everybody, whether it be see how the highlight cut off. That's because he didn't win the game. He had no highlights for the rest of the fourth quarter. Um, but they, it, it, it was Jacoby Brissett. It was Baker Mayfield. Oh, look at him. He showed up for two days. It's uh Sam Darnold. Are we going to trade for Zach Wilson? Are we going to go for Jordan Love? Are we going to go for Geno Smith? Like, I mean, it, is Peyton going to come out of retirement? What about Andrew Luck? He's still there. I mean, that's eight quarterbacks that just really are like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? And, um, and I, I want to so, talk about I want to talk about this Andrew Luck thing too because I got a rant for this too. Like, uh, stop so, talking so, about bringing Andrew Luck in as a coach. Exactly. I mean, stop thinking of bringing him back as anything. Like, the I dude, mean, the, the guy has played for five years. If anybody had read the article that he that he allowed some the story that he put out, clearly does not want to be in the NFL. Exactly, and there you go, Daniel, uh, Daniel right there, hashtag tank for the future. Exactly, the future. So me, personally, I don't care who we get. I will get off of the hate Will Levis train. Hopefully he works out if that's where it goes. But me, I am down for any rookie quarterback in the 22 NFL draft. You get us a young guy, you start us over, we get in a new direction, and we cut this whole umbilical cord on. Go get every fucking quarterback. Like, Colts fans are just irritating the shit out of me. They could see some guy in the park complete a pass to his dog, and they want to hire that guy to come be the quarterback for the Colts. It's just exhausting, dude. Exhausting. Get over each and every quarterback. That's not how it works, and if half of the Colts fans were GMs, this franchise would be in the ground. Word. Um, I mean, yeah, that's kind of how do you follow that, folks? That's one. I mean, like, you gotta go down another rabbit hole, though. I mean, what what coach, run. what future Colts coach is sitting here watching these college quarterbacks going, "This if I'm a Colts if I'm a Colts coach, this is my guy." You, you know what I mean? Like, there's so much, oh, so much uncertainty. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I think I think plenty of guys in this draft have major. Upside. Yeah, I'll say this: there's there's tons of dudes who are like this guy on the screen right here. I mean, I don't know much about him, but like, look at that athleticism, his speed, yeah, exactly. his agility. I mean, you can like this dude's a freak with a proper coaching. He could be, you know, I wouldn't. I, mean, I certainly wouldn't be mad if he ended up being like Lamar. Dude has exactly. that kind of ability and that kind of speed. You could watch Bryce Young's career. You could watch CJ Stroud's career. The highlights from Will Levis. 
the highlights from Anthony Richardson. This play right here was like, oh, my Jesus, yeah. the world went nuts and was calling him Heisman week one. And I mean, yeah. the guy's only been a starter for one year. So that's why I can see why people can question it. And it's just like a lot of these guys have the – they have upside that just pops off the field. And I mean, like, it's just something that you need and you can take advantage of. And all you need is a good quarterback um, and a good coach, offensive play caller. That's another thing I want to get to you guys about and see where you guys are at with that. Um, but I think a lot of these guys have plenty of upside. I mean, to me, this coach, whoever the new coach is, whoever the OC is, and whoever the quarterback coach is, that relationship along with the new quarterback will be imperative to figure out what, you know, what the Colts are going to get, who they're going to go after. I mean, obviously we all, at least I know most of us want Harbaugh. I mean, if you go out and get a Harbaugh type coach, you're going to turn around and then get a this guy This is a like Harbaugh kind of guy. This is like a Harbaugh right. kind of guy. We're watching you're going to get too. a Kaepernick kind of exactly. guy, which is exactly Richardson's play style, the ability to move. Or is he going to do what he does in Michigan and go out and get a big arm quarterback who can move a little bit in Levis or any of these other quarterbacks they have? I mean, oh, oh yeah, just to update for you guys, um, all of the offensive linemen on this line in Florida here were three star offensive linemen coming out of high school. They were just ranked the number one offensive line in college football because of that they, quarterback right there. They played like it. I mean, the only. The only quarterback who I have major questions about is because he has a knee injury, and that's a hooker. And a hooker. I mean, the system that he plays in is that beer and shoot. I don't know how much of offensive brains you nuts you guys are, but, like, that system is, is pure wonky. And then on top of it, hooker being, like, he's hurt with a knee injury, so he's out this year, and he's, like, 26 years old already. So it'll be, like, a 27-year-old rookie. I mean – and today's NFL, he could probably play 10-plus years. But are you willing to, you know, wait that long? Usually you draft a guy early, first and second round, you expect first and second round early returns. Yeah. And a guy yeah, like Hooker, uh, you, you got to run that Hooker offense too, like you said, Zach. That's not a guy that I feel like he can come out. He can come out off a knee injury and then run, learn a complete new offense. It's, it's, right. it's not going to be good. Well, see, that's the thing. We need a coach that's going to build around the quarterback. Right, we we gotta stop. We gotta this, this whole theory that we need a GM that's gonna do it because the GM we have here wanted to plug and play and you know oh I think we're a pro. I mean, that's if he sticks around. Yeah. <laughs> Any quarterback will fit in our offense. Uh, right. So I'm gonna I want I want to answer this question real quick. We got uh Daniel McMullen here. He says, "What coaching changes aside from obvious need to happen to establish direct uh, direction for the future?" Um, so, uh, to answer that question, I believe right now it's going to be just head coach. So until we find out for sure what is going to happen with Ballard, we'll know. Um, personally right now, I think if Ballard is fired, I think our head coach is going to be number one. It's going to be Harbaugh at the top of the list. If Ballard is not fired, <clears throat> just a, 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 a new candidate for you guys. I want to get you guys' opinion on it. I don't know if you guys have seen much or not, but, um, a new coaching candidate I've added to my list. So my list was um, Harbaugh is number one. Uh, Eric Bieniemy is number two. D'Amico Ryans is number three. And number four for me now is Brian Johnson. This is the quarterback's coach from the Philadelphia Eagles. 
Uh, he has, um, when he was, uh, he was back on Florida staff when Kyle Trask was up for the Heisman and, uh, back in 2020, he's joined the Eagles staff and it's got Jalen Hurts where he's at now and started to develop him. So to answer your question there, if we were to get a guy like a Brian Johnson and be able to mold a guy like Anthony Richardson, um, or, or whichever quarterback we were to get, that would be a direction that I, I, I really like, would like to see. Um, and think we could go from there. And I think anytime, if we can get a quarterback with some mobility, um, typically, uh, or preferably a guy who can run like a four seven or something faster, um, would easily help out an offensive line. I don't know if you guys know anything about Brian Johnson, have any opinions on that? Um, I don't hate it. Like, honestly, I don't hate any of the options. I'm just trying to think of, you know, who, at this point, who's an Ursay type of guy? I mean, because clearly he's the one making those decisions. He already said he was going to. And um, I look at it like I feel like the next coach is probably going to have some say on who the GM is because I think Ballard's done after this year. No way he gets eighth year. No way. Not after today. Not after his overall collective. So to me, are you going to go with an experienced head coach and an inexperienced GM, or are you going to do, you know, an inexperienced head coach with a second-time GM possibly or a first-time GM? If we're going with the idea that Jim Irsay is going to make this decision uh, without Chris Ballard or without a GM, it's going to be a guy like Jim Harbaugh. Or David Shaw. Yeah, it's going to be somebody that's his guy. Um, it's not going to be like a Eric Bieniemy. It's it could be uh, old boy from Philly uh, because of the the connection between uh, us and Nick Sirianni. Um, but it's going to be someone that Jim knows. It's just somebody that he's probably talked to before. It's crossed paths with before, because um, that's just the way Jim is. Or it's going to be a guy who is about to you know coach in the Super Bowl as an assistant. Because Jim did that with Tony Dungy. You know, Tony Dungy went to the Super Bowl. He did fired. it with too. Yep, and then we then we took Tony Dungy. And then Frank Wright went to the Super Bowl. They won the Super Bowl. We hired Frank Wright. So, clearly, Jim likes to pursue guys that are on winning on winning teams. So, I could tell. Uh, I'll say this. If it's not Jim, it's going to be somebody that's in that final four. Can't do, you think, do you think it would be a college coach, like Jim said, when they asked him, do you think he'd actually, besides Harbaugh, he only said that actually because, go and get a college coach, or is no. Jim Harbaugh the only college coach? I think, I think Jim Harbaugh is our only college coach. College coach. Yeah, he just put and, that out there to just let it circulate yeah. and people Jim, to get their thoughts going. If if you if you look at in the history of having Jim, you know, and and him hiring coaches, they've never been from out of college. He's never hired right. a guy that's uh, brand new, never coached the NFL before. He he's not going to do that. Hey, uh, Troy. Troy said um, thoughts on Dugan from TCU. Everybody here knows loves uh, uh, Dugan from TCU. We're all we all like Dugan, but Matt, that's that's Matt's number one guy. Uh, so 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 from what I'm tracking, they have him projected to go in the later rounds. I'm not sure they they've got him as a day three for some reason right now. I think that's going to change by the time uh, draft day comes around. He's going to end up being a first or second round pick. Um. But he's my guy. He's, I think that guy will come in and make massive changes. If I'm going to compare him to anyone, it's going to be a Justin Herbert uh, style player. And that's I, – I absolutely love Doug. And that's my number one uh, with Anthony Richardson as my number two. Um, 
I really don't have a favorite quarterback because, well. Yep, Troy, we I, agree. I just don't. I said if I had to pick one, like a guy that I really, really like. Um, really like C.J. Stroud, the kid from Ohio State, just because, like, he plays in a, a very much a pro-style offense. I also really like Stanford quarterbacks, so Tanner McKee. <laughs> is another one. He's stupid tall at 6'7", has a little bit of mobility. But he's also, you know, a Stanford guy, and I feel like Stanford guys typically end up doing well in the pros. And there's a lot of quarterbacks that are like sophomores, freshmen, and juniors that I like a lot too. That's kind of hard for me. <laughs> like Caleb Williams, Drake May, this that kid from Clemson's a true freshman. I'm telling you, he's gonna be the next Heisman. Club I don't, even even I'll, I'll make this comment. I don't think I don't think Caleb would ever be drafted by us. I don't think he fits the the whole uh, Indianapolis culture style. You know, I, I love them. As, as, as if not to get out We got a chance. We got a chance to get Caleb. Go get, get him, me, Caleb. I don't care Go what it is. I don't care what he cries about. I don't care if he fits the idea. I'm telling I you right now, Caleb. I guarantee he wouldn't. I guarantee he, we won't. He's going to be that next guy. Him or Drake May. I like Drake May too. So I'm not going to say just Caleb, but Caleb or Drake May. Those guys are. So then that answers this question. I know we've all I've asked this before, and I think I asked it the last time in the comment section. If we don't take a quarterback this year, y'all gonna be pissed. Yep. Yeah. I can't. I can't take another season of this, dude. It's not even. It's not even just us. I can't. It's not even just us. If I'm thinking of the team itself, if we don't take a quarterback this year, if I played on this roster, I'm pissed. Because that's just a whole other season of us being being shitty. Because quarterback is our one missing piece, in my and, opinion. And we've talked about that too, DeMarco. Like, we, we have another bad season. We have a lot of stars that are – I, I want to call them stars. We have a lot of guys that are third year into a four-year contract. One more bad season, no matter what we offer these guys. They don't come they're, back. they're not staying in Indianapolis, bro. Nope. I mean, even if they, they don't, don't stay, it's going to be wasted money. Oh, okay. yeah. We're going well, to pay. We're going to be paying guys thank to you. lose seasons each and every year. Yep. Hey, Michael. Hey, Michael Pittman, want to get a uh, – Four-year, eighteen million dollar a year contract to catch a hundred balls and go for five hundred yards because everything is a five-yard <laughs> out to you, you know. Yeah. So it's that's we we can't we can't run that risk because we're going to lose guys. Which I mean, I know we've already talked about it too. It's going to come to a point where if we really want to get good, we're going to have to move some capital around, and yeah. we're going to have to get rid of somebody. And yeah, that's why I was telling you guys earlier. It was oof. like I love Michael Pittman Jr., but at this point right now, I don't know if I would pay him that. Like, like he's looking at that uh, Deontay Johnson from from Pittsburgh type deal, eighteen million a year. I and I, I really can't say right now with the way we look. Like, at least if I had a quarterback to say, okay, Michael Pittman's for sure not the guy. But it's like right now, it's like I, I don't know if I'd pay him that. I'd rather just give Parrish Campbell a two year deal. To say, okay, we'll draft another wide receiver or something. Like, I, honestly, I mean, I just don't necessarily think I'd be up for eighteen million to just not know who the quarterback is going to be. No, not at all. And then, uh, Daniel McMullen has something else here. He said, unfortunately, you guys keep hitting the nail in that. Um, Ursay is making key decisions right now. Ballard was hit with the luck retirement, just like the rest of us in the beginning of his tenure. I think Ballard stays. So, um, yeah, I mean, at this point, right now. It's been an eight year. You think Ballard gets eight years for having a losing <laughs> record? 
uh, so, that's yeah, that's the tough part for me. There, it's like it's been five years since Andrew Luck retired. I think at this point, Ballard is like you can't keep giving him that excuse anymore because at the end of the day, it is your job to be a GM, and what is your job? To replace talent with younger talent, so and to win whether, games, whether whether the quarterback retired or he moves on, I, I gave him that excuse for a while too. But we're we're, I, we're, we're getting over I'll it. Tell you, here, I'll tell you, the the last time I used that excuse was after the first season after he retired. After yeah, we went and got I, Phillip Rivers, that 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 uh that excuse is gone because we had the opportunity to get a quarterback after the year with Jacoby Brissett. We had the opportunities. And instead, he wanted to plug and play and draft elite players just to waste their prime. So. Although I, I, I do, I do kind of give him some respect for um, doing what most GMs wouldn't do, and that's like getting the guy that your coach wants. And, and Frank Wright stuck his neck out and wanted to go get Philip Rivers. He wanted to go get Carson Wentz, and most GMs won't do that. They'll just go get their guy. And well, so, Rivers, Rivers worked out. Yes, yeah, I mean, yeah, no, no, no. I, I know it worked out. I know it worked out, but I'm saying that's who Frank wanted. Every, if Rivers didn't retire, year. if Rivers didn't retire, we wouldn't be having this conversation Bro, right now. Philip won us some huge games. He and, <laughs> and he did it by not throwing a pass over like eight yards. That man yeah. was just, oh because, of it, because he's the he's one of the smartest he, people a, on the field. Whenever he's yeah, on the field, yeah, he was one of those guys that knew his limitations. We wouldn't. I mean, he would make an O line look better than they were. If Philip's yeah. arm was still there, man. You mean I like Wentz did with his ability to move, make yeah, the whole exactly. line look better than it was? I mean, yeah, exactly. For all the fans out there or, or people that don't know, is like I was saying the other day, I mean, it might suck to hear this, but we should have kept Carson Wentz yes, we over Matt Ryan because uh, we, we for sure wouldn't look the way we do right now. I'll take two left-handed interceptions over two fumbles. Also, uh, Daniel makes a, a good point right here um, on a conversation. He said, uh, if Carson Wentz didn't play against the Raiders last year, this would be a different conversation. Honestly, Daniel, this is on Jim Irsay. That that was an accountability issue. He put all the blame on Carson Wentz from all the Jacksonville it. Jaguars game and from the Raiders game, all on Carson Wentz's shoulder when the entire team played like crap. And Carson Wentz is out there in Washington laughing at us right now because Carson Carson Wentz sitting back getting paid eighteen uh, million a year, twenty two million a year. Yeah, and and he's like, I'm not getting hurt. Uh, you guys are the laughing stock of the league right now, and I'm not on that roster anymore. So yeah, I mean, but we get that second round pick, do we not? Nope. Mm-mm. He had to play a certain percentage. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz would have to start uh, tomorrow and finish out the season for us to get a third round pick. And he's so. not. They they already named Tyler. Our second round pick, so we're gonna get a third round pick. Yep. So two thirds instead of a high second and a high and a mid second. Fair enough. I told I told my one of my one of my friends. He's a Atlanta Falcons fan. I told him we'll give him a second round pick if he takes Matt Ryan back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you give us Kyle Pitts, and we'll give you Matt Ryan. I mean. <laughs> Just, just give us Marcus, all right? Give us Marcus Mariota. We'll use his mobility over here. He's, he's, not, having knee he's not even playing no more. Yeah, he's having knee surgery. Yeah. That's fine. Him with knee surgery is still faster than Matt Ryan. No. Colts pulled the Colts today. The only thing would have been better if they pulled the Colts and got Baker Mayfield. 
<laughs> Baker would have somehow, would, some way. Then we would have won one of these games, and then yeah. we would have shit the bed the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like, just like when we uh, we fired Marcus Brady and we lost, and then we fired Frank Reich and we lost, and then we benched Matt Ryan and we lost. It was like, nothing ever happened right, you know. Every change we tried to make. Yeah, yeah. Coach just seemed to can't get it right. I think, uh, I think um, Greg Doyle nailed it with his question and said, Hey Frank, I don't, I don't think you guys really know what you're doing here. And I, yep. I mean, this is our, our staff is, has been inept just like this offense and it shows. That's facts. <clears throat> That's facts. So let's look, a, let's look a little bit forward real quick. Uh, next week we've got the chargers. How much do you guys think that's going to be moved to Saturday rather than Monday? It should. Colson deserve to play on prime time. Like when you suck that bad and you blow a huge 36, 38, 40 point, ah, whatever lead, <laughs> bro, you don't deserve to be on prime time. I know, there's fa- I know there's fans out there that say, well, primetime games, the only chance hey. I can get to watch my Colts. Don't hey. waste your time watching this piss poor team. They need to turn into like Friday night, 5 p.m. when the high school kids have games. So like nobody watches because watching Colts games hurts. It's like gouging eyes out with a dull spoon. It's well, terrible. I sat, I sat yeah. on my phone the whole day. I just didn't even really like the first half I watched the game and then once that second half started, they scored that touchdown. I was like, oh, here we go. And I just start my phone. Yep. Start playing yeah, that. No, I'd, I'd, for sure, I'd, for sure, I'd for sure put them on primetime again. If you have a questionable team, if you have a questionable team, I want the Colts playing them because it's going to look me. The, the, only, the only reason they're going to keep that game primetime is because Chargers are still playing for a fucking playoff berth. It's Christmas. I wish that on nobody. That's cold, cold oh, right there. It's the day after Christmas. We'll be it's all right. the day all after right. Christmas. <laughs> Nobody's going to want to watch that. Santa didn't I drop t- that off to watch that. So Daniel said here, uh, Matt did show the ability to escape the pocket. When didn't it When it didn't break out right away? There are a few positives. What good did you see today? Good question. Uh, I saw like, a lot of Matt Ryan? Let, uh, let Damon answer. Let yeah, Damon go ahead, Damon. Uh, well, when he did get out of the pocket, he wasn't forcing, he wasn't forcing balls. He was either dropping down immediately for a sack or he was throwing purpose incompletions. Um, positives that I saw today, I'll give you two, uh, defensive pass rush looked really solid. Um, our front four kept us literally what they could in the game. And then the second thing I would say is, uh, our running game doesn't look half bad, but, uh, the Vikings also don't tend to, to, defend the run too well. So take that how you want it. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with Ashley here and I'm gonna say the MVP of the game for the Colts was Chase. Oh. That man yeah. that man kicked what five today? Yeah. yeah. Could have won us a game too. Five. And I think Could've they won all won the game. Over, I think they were all over fifty. Yeah. Two I don't know. I think two were like forty yarders. Does he does now have the single season um, Colts yeah. record for most fifty yard plus field goals in the league? Which you could take that uh, as part of our terrible offense too, right there. So, yeah, imagine that if we didn't have if we still had uh, uh what's his name the Specs, the boy would have uh, missed every single one of them. <laughs> we we would have we would have I mean, lost one in twelve. We would have lost, lost thirty nine to twenty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man, 
Hey, but oh. what about that? Hey, here's here's another positive from Matt Ryan. What about that bogus ass fumble where he tossed the ball forward and we Pierce? covered it for a yard gain? Yeah, I'll take it. I'll, I'll take it. it, bro. And I was like, oh, that's that's definitely a fumble. <laughs> I will I'll say this. I will it. say this. The positive that I will take from Matt Ryan is that um, he didn't have many turnover worthy plays today. Um, yeah, most games that he's had this year. There's been quite a few where it's like, why are you throwing that? Um, how how did you fumble there? How are you not holding on to the ball? You're a 15-year veteran. Those were the plays that he was making that lost us many games. So I could tell you guys this. I mean, I guess you don't really get too many of those plays from special teams, but our defense has been solid all year. And if we could have played like that in a lot of games without the turnover plays from Matt Ryan, I think we would, our record would probably be flipped. So 100%. I will yes. say that that was the positives. Uh, not the the turnover worthy plays. We didn't see too many of those today, and so he had some of his best throws I've seen all season today too. Um, hey, hey, you know we were scheming some guys open. Guys were. Did you open. see? It was it, nice. In, in that one, that one ball he threw, it was like a sidearm ball. Pittman dropped. You know, talking about it was like a it was a double yeah. slant, double crosser. Yeah. Um, through through a defensive lineman's hands in the air, sidearm on a dot, and Pittman goes right through the breadbasket. I thought Pittman's main thing was he didn't drop balls. Someone remind me of that, right? So, I mean, he's still he's still, he's still been bobbling them all year. He's been he definitely dropped a few today. He has not been um, catching a one one catch. I will say the most annoying thing about this game, besides letting them come back and win, uh, because I wanted that to happen was Nate Burleson. They need to take that dude out of the commentary booth and put that motherfucker back into post-game analysis because when I don't know how many times the dude was like, oh, another big play, and it was a six-yard gain. Well, Wait, I'm pretty what sure. kind I'm pretty of big sure. play was that? I'm pretty sure they had to beg somebody to call that game. <laughs> yeah, like, like a six-yard game is a huge play for the Colts. So, like, let's <laughs> – it wasn't let, us. Let, it was Minnesota. Mine, man. No, I, no, it was Minnesota. I'm just saying, yeah. like this dude was. He's a he homer. Was, for, for one, he I was mean, slobbering on Minnesota. He's a homer. He oh, played oh, for Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. You shouldn't have players who played for a team calling that game. That man was just. He was. Imagine, there. imagine, imagine if Pat McAfee wasn't calling. Imagine if Pat McAfee wasn't calling the uh, the Florida game and he was calling the Indianapolis Colts game. That first half, Pat McAfee would have been going crazy. This boy, this boy was double double dutching that no, shit. No, 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 no. No, right. no, 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 no. Bro, I feel like if he would have went to the locker room after the game, he's in he's in the shower with Kirk Cousins, bro. I'm telling you what, like he was all over that Where's shit. Where's <laughs> bro, this man was like, hey, I'm, I'm telling you, bro. I was getting that was the only thing I was getting so irritated about. I almost muted it, man. He sounded like Chris Collinsworth anytime Patrick Mahomes is on the field. I'm like, now bro. here's a guy. Yeah, now here's a guy. He's like, oh no, now here's a throw. Oh, it's a big play. Do you think about this though? We we have one of the coldest. Um, um, I know this might be great out out there, but we have a cold tight end group. We really do, and they're so underutilized. It's so bad. Yeah, Granted, has his drops have been gone. Like, I'm pretty he's like, sure he's leading the league in separation right now. You know, he has like 36 receptions this season. Like he's actually like he, and if he been targeted more, he'd probably have 50 or 60. Jelani Woods completely taken out the second half, only put in run blocking monster. schemes. Take it only put in run block. Why are you putting a receiving tight end in on run blocking sets to trick the defense? He can do oh. both. He's six eight. It's called inexperience. Inexperience of uh, Parks. That's that's all that is. I call it, I call it negligence. 
It's both. It's both. Someone should sue him for just being fucking terrible at play design I mean, like, and utilizing like, his players properly. I mean, like, shit, bro. If I was playing Madden, I'd just move Jelani Woods and put him as my slot receiver. <laughs> bro. <laughs> who, who the I, switched, I, switched, I switched our whole ass playbook, which doesn't even put a tight end on the line unless I put him in motion. It's almost like this playbook we got was Madden's suggestions of what worked for Frank. And we're just running those same twenty plays over and over. What have did you we ever see work for? Frank? Have you ever tried to Crossers. run? Have you ever tried to run the Colts playbook on Madden? Oh, it's terrible! It's terrible. It's, yeah, because it's, it's terrible. terrible. It's, it's all crossers. It's, it's all shotgun. It's Slug-o. all shotgun. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor runs a runs a wheel route. <laughs> Every other play. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. terrible. It's terrible, man. It's just oh my god. I don't know, man. My thing is, is Jeff. Is now literally Frank Wright because they get the same questions every Monday. Hey, how come after you know this big play did Jelani Woods not get targeted again the rest of the game? Hey, why does this guy have a big game or you know last week and then he's not used this? I'll have game? to go. I'll have to go back. I have to go back and see the tape. I'll have to go back and look at the film for that. And it's bullshit. All that media training, Jeff, man. It's because Jeff. Jeff said. Last week when they came back from the bye that he watched tape on every team we're about to play, and then he watched tape on us, and he said he, he was able to identify things going forward when it came to what players were balling out, what players weren't. If that was the case, Jelani Woods would have had seven freaking catches at least and 130 yards. Unless they're taking Jelani away. No, you know what? He probably didn't see Jelani on film, so that's why he wasn't on the mail. That's facts. Because <laughs> he facts. barely plays. I mean, you got to look at the film, and you're like, who do I got here? And you're like, who's that 80 kid? I barely see him. Okay. Yeah, right? The biggest, <laughs> the biggest fucking tight end we have. Yeah, runs runs probably the fastest 40 out of our receiving core. Yeah, he's, he's the fastest tight end we have. He's the biggest tight end we have, and he's got the best hands out of anyone on this roster. It looks like we got a statement here from Jeremy Cantor. It looks like uh, we need a wide receiver to lead this young group of veterans. Um, I I, uh, I haven't I haven't been one of those guys. I, I really don't believe in the whole veteran theory. Um, a lot of people were saying that in the offseason. We're talking about the Colts rookie receivers having issues with drops, and then you see veteran receivers go out and drop the ball. Um, so I, I, I'm not really like a big believer in needing that because it's just like even if you have a veteran receiver, I mean. Here's my thing. Michael Pittman is a veteran receiver. He's been in the NFL for three years. That's a veteran. I'm sorry, you've been here. You've you've had three different quarterbacks. You've been here. You know you know what you're supposed to be doing. You should be leading that wide receiver room. Bo Alley Cox has been here for what five years, at yep. least. Which is why I don't know why that's we a, paid him. That's that's a veteran tight end. I mean, we have veterans on that offense in that in that receiver room in the tight end room we, we have a receivers in, coach we got Reggie Wayne yeah. as a receivers coach and Reggie Wayne is a receiver coach so yeah i agree 100% it shouldn't have to be a veteran receiver on this team cuz we already have them they're there i, I wouldn't mind it though i'm just going to say that i'm not don't you guys know we should have just signed ty i mean <laughs> come on like we should have went and signed ty and he i'll be mad as i'll be mad as fuck if he goes over 100 yards he tomorrow. gets you know his 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 three catches a game where he can't get any separation. Yeah, somehow he's supposed to be the bro. T.Y.'s going to have three catches for 27 yards. Right. Ashley says says she thinks Pittman's frustrated at the QB. I think QB's frustrated with Pittman. I think the QB should cut off his arm and try throwing it with his left hand because what he's doing with his right is terrible. No, here's the thing, man. I mean, come on. There were a bunch of times Pittman dropped that shit today when that money – That ball was on the money. That ball was on the money. It was right there in his hands where only he could get it. 
and he didn't. There were other times where he ran some slants, uh, and the ball was thrown to his chest, and the defender made a play, but that's just a simple play made by a defender. But the majority of the time where Matt Ryan throws to Michael Pittman, unless it's downfield because Matt can't reach over 12-plus yards. Actually, um, the Cowboys play the Jags, and the, um, the the Chargers play the Titans this weekend. Oh, yeah, like, I don't know, man. You can't you can't say that Michael Pittman's frustrated with Matt. They're probably frustrated with each uh, the, other. The defense and the special teams is frustrating with the offense. That's what I'll fucking tell you. That's fact. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. You happy out there on that defense and special teams? You ain't telling me we put up more points than y'all. You can go. Gonna have a mutiny in that locker room. Oh yeah. I mean, we 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 finna pull out the boxing gloves and go. Right. Like while we're on the defense too, Zaire is playing really well. I really think he is. What do you? That guy goes back to the bench. Next year? Like, how does that work out? Nope, he's not. Because if I'm any smart fucking GM, I'm utilizing Darius or Shaq, whatever y'all want to call him. I'm using him in trade talks. I am using him. Bro, no way. I'm using him. Bro, no way. Bobby Okereke's a free agent at the end of the year. No, I'm I'm signing Bobby Okereke. I'm signing Bobby Okereke. They're two to Unless they're going to run like a 3-4 or a 3-3-5. So you're going to give Bobby and Zaire a big deal? I mean, they, I, I'm sorry, but they've earned it. Zaire's already on a deal, right? Zaire's uh, on a three-year, $18 million deal. I'm, me, personally, I'm scared to pay any cool. Uh, yeah, as soon as you put money in their pocket, they stop playing. I, I, Except I for Grover. I understand, for Grover. That, I understand the idea to keep Shaq because of his, you know, what he's been for us, but at the All same time. All he does is get turnovers. Yeah, but but here's the thing. I mean, <laughs> we, we need more offensively because anything defensively is not going to help us this year. Yeah, but Matt, I don't think we need that much offensively, though. No, we need a consistent quarterback play, and I think yeah. we got offense figured out. Yeah, I think that's because the weapons are there. I see. You're just me, a guy like person, Perry, what I saw me today. Personally, <laughs> me personally, right here, I think what I would do is personally, I'd probably um, I'd trade Moali Cox. Yep. Uh, I'd see if Pittman was going to take a small team friendly deal, and if not, I'd let him walk. Um. I'd uh, try and get a free agent or a receiver at that point, you know, draft your rookie quarterback, get you a right guard, uh, more likely free agency than not, go second-round pick, depending on if Michael Pittman Jr. walks or not, get you another wide receiver, or you could hold off on that and wait till Marvin Harrison Jr. next year, depending on how your rookie I think, looks. I think Pittman has one more um, year left on his contract. He does. He's got one more year left. Him and Jay. Oh, okay. okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, so so we, then, could, we could let MPJ yeah, walk next okay. year. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, I'm going to make him prove it to me um, yeah. with our rookie guy. And then you go uh, and Then you go from there. And then I go, boom, I'm re-signing um, Rodney McLeod. Rodney and McLeod. I, want, I want him for another year. And Yannick, keep grooming our, sa- our safeties. Yannick, I'm giving Yannick a three-year deal. Yep. I'd give him like a three-year $70 million deal. Um, three years, seventy million <laughs> deal. Uh, and then, and then I'm making Isaiah Rogers my starting corner, and I'm letting Faison walk, and I'm drafting me another fourth round rookie cornerback. You trading Kenny? Uh, yeah, Kenny is gone too. I'm trading, you trading um Gilly because oh, I really is. No, Kenny, Kenny's got it. Kenny, Kenny would have to be resigned. I think Kenny will be a free agent. I don't no, think there's no, no, he's, he's got three years, years left on his deal. Two years left. Two years left. Yeah. Um, I'm trading. I'm trading Kenny. Uh, person, me personally, Kenny is my was my favorite Colt uh, up until this this season. But uh, me personally, I just don't like the way he's played. I don't like the way a lot of these guys have, have kind of panned out. So I'd trade uh, Kenny, Molly Cox, and then I'd even see I'd even see if I can get some talks for Braden Smith, and I'd try and sign Conklin from the Browns. That's what I would do. 
Scouting about to be FA? Yeah, he's a free agent at the end of the year. Who? My my only thing is, is we're not going to pay three backers. And Zaire's balled out. But that's why I said, that's why I said, I'm I'm keeping Shaq. We just paid Shaq. So I want to give him, I want to give him at least another year to prove to me that he can bounce back and be that guy. Right. As for, as for Zaire and Bobby, you know, I'd probably pay Bobby over Zaire just personally, just because his coverage ability, his tackling, and his speed. Bobby runs a 4-4 or 4-5, something like that. And I, right. I would pay Bobby. And then for Zaire, I'd try and get him maybe on a two-year team-friendly deal. But Zaire's already signed. He signed that big contract this last offseason. He did? He signed a he signed a three-year $18 million deal or a $10 million deal. Last. I think it was season oh. before last. Okay. Okay. So, well, then, yeah. I mean, so yeah, and I I try and I try and keep Bobby on a team friendly deal because I I don't know if I'd let I, I wouldn't let Bobby walk me personally. Look, this is this is the time where we go to a three five three stack defense. So then do, all you tag, do you do tag a linebacker because there's no. nobody on oh, that no. defense? No, you don't worth don't tagging tag. except for Bobby O because no, we're, already, we're already we're no, already gonna pay Yannick. No, but once you play Yannick, there's nobody else that needs to be signed. What about Buckner? When's his deal up? Buckner next has year. two years left. Next year, I think, right? The year he has after. Two years left. I think he got a six-year deal when we signed him. Four. So after Yannick, who we agree that, that gets signed this offseason, yeah. the only one, the only Cole worth tagging Bobby. is Bobby. And you're willing to tag him. No, no, not tag him. Sign him. Give him a two-year deal. You think he'll take it? Because I don't think Bobby would take it. I think, I, think he'll think, I think he'll take a two-year deal. He's young enough to take a two-year deal. Fair enough. I just think it's – and today I think it's irresponsible to pay that much money in one position. No, like no I agree. I agree with your point. That's why I say a two-year deal, but it has to be team-friendly. If it's not team-friendly, then, I mean, at that point, you got to let him walk and get somebody else. Because, I I mean, you could put JoJo Doman in there. I mean, we got some capable linebackers. Well, gonna you got EJ play. Speed. He's another yeah, good one. Yeah, EJ exactly. Speed. You got Speed. So, I'm not going to say most of those guys can play exactly to Bobby's level. But, I mean, I mean, it's just the NFL. It's how the business works. You gotta, <laughs> we forgot about EJ. And EJ's done saved us on third down, fourth down, <laughs> multiple times yeah, this year. Yeah. So, uh, J.D. says, uh, tuned in late, not sure if you covered it. What is the D-line struggles in the second half? Uh, I believe that the D-line struggles. Were, yeah. struggles. I can they answer were. that. Secondary. <gasps> Coach. Coach. <laughs> That's what was wrong with the D-line. They're the, biggest, they're the biggest guys in the field, and they're having to go full speed for 30 minutes. Pretty simple. Not 30. <laughs> 60. 60 not to 60. Depth. Yeah, in depth. Yeah, we got Coach. Coward cohort, dude. He's a stud. Yeah, uh, Coward, dude. Linebacker. He's a quality rotational piece. Linebacker, special team linebacker. That's uh, that's who that is. Um, Coward's uh, nice. Ashley Ashley Gilly is on a two year deal, so this is number one of the two years. Next year, uh, he'll have one year left, and then he's a free agent. After I wouldn't sign him after that anyway, because he'll be thirty four years old. Just way too. And then Jerry so do you Andrew. keep Blackman in the role that he's in, and we let Nick Cross and uh, Thomas play safeties, while yeah. and um, yeah. McLeod play safeties like they've done. I let, let Julian Blackman pay, play play out his deal because he's had too many injuries for me to pay him. So Julian has to play that out. There's no, there's no, no, do you keep Julian in that nickel role that he played today? 
Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Or, he played that. He you... played that. He played that to upper par. I, I love Julian Blackman's game. And, yeah. Notice we didn't get me, killed by tight Yeah, he reminded me of Kari Willis with better coverage today, and he's a tackler. So, so you I, like him as the in the box safety then? I, or that I, 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 love, I, mean, I love. I love everything Julian Blackman was, does. Was this his first first few games back? Was this is was this his first pick six too? This was this was our first pick. So, and he got it in the uh, two thousand nine. Our first two first pick six since two thousand nineteen from Kari Willis versus the Las Vegas Raiders. And he got it in the box. So yeah, we took him away from that free safety spot. And yeah, and we let and we let uh we let the seventh round pick play back there. Well, he was a hybrid in college, that at Utah that played both corner and safety. So I was I mean, curious. At Utah, you got to be a damn good defender. I remember uh, Zach and right. we were talking about that that game with the um, the small nickel corner. Um, you got to be a pretty good defender to play in that. They're Utah. they're old school team. They're a really old school, hard nosed team. Utah is love watching them play. Um, but I wanted to bring up this question. This this is what Jeremy brought up too. We have 15 running backs, and none of them are playmakers like Taylor. We need to get rid of Ballin and get a GM that'll get some playmakers and blockers for our QB. I think we have playmakers. I do. I think Jelani, Paris, JT obviously went healthy. I don't know how much better you can get. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how um, I don't know how much better you can get playmaker wise. You know, to your you point, we need proven playmakers. Yeah, my bad, Damon. Um, but to your point, I was just gonna say, uh, we have everything we need in our offensive line. I truly believe it. Outside of right guard, I think we just need to fix our right guard and get a more mobile quarterback, and I think we'd be okay. I agree. I, I mean, I'm not even mad at the left tackle, Ryman. Like he's he's only going to get better, and he gave up one sack today, two sacks maybe. But I mean, he's done well in the the time he's played. He's starting to so, remind me a lot of Costanzo. He is. He's. I mean, yeah, that's a that's a good comp. Yeah, uh, sure, shorter arms though. Shorter arms though. I will say that. Well, uh, that being shorter. said, could you slide him inside? You could. If the Colts, if the Colts get a guy who falls, if we, if we got if we end up getting a guy like uh, Orlando Brown Jr. from the Kansas City Chiefs, I'd easily slide Ryman in that right guard and be and be set because I'd pay put him a right tackle and put Braden at right guard because Smith is a liability on the right side. Depends, yeah, it depends because like I said, I'd try and trade Braden Smith and try and get Conklin from Cleveland. Fair enough. Fair enough. <clears throat> oh, that's my cousin in here, uh, half baked on YouTube. Um, like I said, CJ, don't be too happy about that win. The Vikings are pretenders, and y'all should have never let the Colts put up their season high in points. Um, but good luck on that first round of that playoff exit by the 49ers or the uh, Cowboys. I guess he hasn't watched this show so much because almost every week we talk about the Vikings being pretenders. Uh, Jeremy says uh, that he believes we should stop signing so many running backs, and I kind of actually agree with him. I mean, we have so many running backs signed. On this roster, and only like two of them touch the ball, so it doesn't make sense as to why we have so goddamn many. It's like we go into the game with four or five running backs. Oh no, Jeremy, we ain't got to stop signing running backs because they take like the lowest deal. I mean, you give them a running back, <laughs> you get like they get like two hundred, three hundred k. So right, oh yeah, we don't we don't have any. We traded Naeem Hines, who was our highest paid back at like I think it was like six million a year or three million a year, something like that. So I mean, running back is like most easily disposable position and that's why we traded Hines. So I mean I don't see why we would stop signing backs. You need running backs. So So with that being said, the ability to flip running backs so quickly in today's NFL, you trade Taylor, 
Nope. No. I'm not. Not yet. Taylor's not one of those guys that you. Uh... I mean, my guy. He's only. He's only still 22 years old. And he's right. a rookie deal. And the only right. reason he's not healthy is because our offensive line isn't getting the push that they are because everybody knows that they could just blitz our quarterback and every Thanks. guy. Uh, that's another one of my cousins. Uh, my cousin AJ, he's laughing at me talking about my cousin CJ's Vikings because he's a Niners fan and he know that the Vikings suck too. So. Speaking of the Vikings, what's up with Brock Purdy, bro? You mean Niners. Niners. That's what I meant. What did I say? Vikings? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I meant Niners. Hey, the Dirty Purdy, he plays a beautiful game, man. Like, I mean. How about that play calling, dude? That, hey, that's what I was about to say. Shanahan, that, that play that calling. Double legit. That I, double feel like, face, I feel like, in, in, yeah, that, that, that uh, was it, the fake screen and then the fake toss and then boom, okay. right up the middle of the kiddo. That okay. boy, Kyle Shanahan is calling. I could be a quarterback in that goddamn system. <laughs> I mean, Kyle Shanahan is a genius. That's bro. probably true. I think Shanahan's made Purdy <laughs> look really, really good. I mean, Trey Lance next court's quarterback. Like I said. Like I said <laughs> oh my God! Probably. Oh no! Please no! Look at look at the captions. Every quarterback under the sun. We don't want them. Y'all already know it. <laughs> Bro, my I'm God. The, 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 the most annoying one is the Jordan Love. I'm sorry. I, I hated Jordan Love. We used to do the podcast when Jordan Love came in the draft. Yeah, that's because and, everybody was saying that Ballard wanted him. And I was like, nah, man, dude's trash, dude's trash. Nobody wanted to listen. I mean, we've, we've seen that type of product. He's trash. Yeah. I remember his interviews, too. His pre-draft interviews, people were like, are you excited? You're most likely going to get drafted to Indy. You remember that, too? People literally thought Love was coming out here. Yeah, CJ, uh, to your comment, you saying we do not suck, we are okay. When you are a ten and three football team, it should not just be okay. Your your goal is to win a Super Bowl, and if you're a ten and three team and you're looking like a first round exit, that's not okay. But I mean, nice. that's kind of mid, dude. Be- that's Minnesota Viking territory. Kind of that's, that's what I've been trying to tell him. I've been trying to tell him. Uh, Jeremy says, uh, "Amen." About the O line call. Yeah, man, I, I just really don't think we have too many issues. It's just quarterback and ranking. Yo, this is Kyler Murray 2.0. Oh, oh, no, it's not. This is two attempts. This is a four foot ten munchkin playing quarterback in. No, this is two Alabama. They're, they're both six foot. They're both small frame. Dude, Only if he's six foot, I'm seven one. No, he's Why? smaller than Kyler. He's shorter than Kyler, and Kyler has twenty pounds on him. Yeah, this guy is five eight. I'm almost um, positive he's six foot tall. DeMarco, look at the picture of the Heisman house with Bryce Young and uh, Kyler Murray, and Kyler Murray stands taller than him. He is 5'8". Yeah. He no. stands taller than him. Look Dude at that is picture. munchkin. Uh, Bryce he's Young six is six foot. foot. He's six foot tall. Six foot. He's the same height as Tua Tungabailoa and Drew Brees. I, six I, foot. But, hey, hey, look, to my point, this is why I have said C.J. Stroud over Bryce Young. Me, personally, I don't believe smaller quarterbacks are fit for the NFL just because you give them one good hit, and it's just not necessarily something you want to be dealing with. So. I, I disagree with that type of that type of mindset, though. If the dude gets hit, like, you're getting hit I'm, in college probably hard. Yeah, no, no, yeah. yeah. I, I'm not saying just, like, one hit, but I'm saying, like, some of those ones were like two is getting rolled to the ground. He gets tossed into the ground, and boom, he got a concussion. Because yeah, like you just don't see six four quarterbacks Lamar, getting tossed like that. Lamar's a, Lamar's kind of a skinny guy. 
for his height, and he, I mean, he just took his first injury after all the hits he's taken. No, back to yeah, back. Yeah, but Lamar runs a four two. He's got back to back years with injuries. Last, and how many games did he miss last and, and, year? And Lamar's not small. He missed eight, seven or eight. Lamar runs a four two. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> a bit, yeah, that's a little bit different too. When you got that kind of speed, that's more like an Anthony Richardson. I mean, who's two forty. The thing that makes CJ elite is his accuracy. I just don't like it because he literally reminds me of Kyler Murray. Same system, same school. You said CJ or Bryce? CJ, my bad. Okay. You said reminds you of Kyler Murray, and you said same school. I can't hear you. You said you said CJ reminds you of Kyler Murray, and oh no, Bryce Young reminds me of Kyler Murray. I mean, this, yeah, he reminds me more of Tua personally. It, I'm just concerned because is he a top dog or is he just playing with a bunch of dogs? It's the same uh, same concern a, I have with CJ. He's a he's a top dog to me. I, I I love Bryce Young the way he plays, the way he leads his team. I think Bryce Young. That's why Bryce Young to me is the number one quarterback in this draft because he gives you every intangible that says he is a winner. The only thing I don't like about him. It's just his size. That six foot being 194 pounds to me personally, that's just too small. That's just that's just that's just me. But uh, anything other than that, I mean, look at the way the guy plays. I mean, there's nothing that you can tell me about this kid's game that is bad. And look at when he leaves his team versus when he's out there. His team sucks when he's not out there. When he's out there mm-hmm. on the field, he's a difference maker. He's a leader. He has accuracy. He's mobility. I mean, it's just I mean. It feels me personally. We got the number one overall in the pick uh, in the draft. I'm taking Bryce Young if I have to choose just on intangibles alone outside of size. Me too. So you think he's worth the number one overall pick? Yes, absolutely. He, to okay. me, he is the most pro, he, coachable, yeah. pro ready quarterback. Start day one. One hundred percent. You also got to think that Alabama didn't make the playoffs because of the games that he didn't play in. Exactly. Yeah. That's also, the games he lost. When he they had lost those, were without him. When he had his good receivers last year, look, we looked like last year compared to this year. I mean, he won the Heisman last year. I just don't like his size. Like to me, I feel like size has a lot to do with how successful you are in the league. Because, I mean, I know the league is ninety-five percent passing, but you just can't sit in shotgun all the time. I don't think it does anymore because. A lot of defenders are smaller than they were ten years ago when we used to have sure. these quarterbacks that were six five, you know, whatever. The, the NFL as a whole, the athletes are getting smaller. Quarterbacks, wide receivers are getting smaller. Every how hard is it now to find a, a wide receiver that's six five, six six? Pretty hard. Guy, yeah, everything is so so predicated around speed. Yeah, but about that's... ten about ten fifteen years ago, they were a dime a dozen. You're finding them everywhere. Yeah. Now they're now they're they're shorter. They're they're smaller build. They're all about their speed. Quarterbacks are smaller. They're more they're more mobile. Um, better athletes. Yeah, yeah, better athletes. I mean, Cam Newton's probably one of the anomalies with being oh, you know six five whatever, and being as big as he was and still being as athletic as anybody. So yeah. Yeah, so that's I just why worry. Uh, I love Bryce Young. It's just like when you look at Miami Dolphins, think about how many games Tua's missed this year, and it's like, are you really ready for your quarterback to get hit and have to miss a game, hit and have to miss a few plays? And so that's the thing with smaller quarterbacks. I mean, we dealt with that with Andrew Luck, and he was 240. Exactly. I mean, it's tough. Do you think it's play style? Because I feel like uh, Luck's no, Luck so play style like, is what, what killed Luck. He would never slide. Yeah, it was his play style for sure. 
I think with with a pocket quarterback like a Bryce Young, because he's more of a pocket guy, that's a guy you have to protect. So if that's the case, then you have to for sure make sure if you get Bryce Young, you got to shore up left tackle, you got to shore up that right guard position, and you got to make sure you're protecting a guy like that. And that's why I like Anthony Richardson because his upside to me is so high with his mobility. To me, he's like an in-between a Cam Newton and a Josh Allen. Then, I think he's uh, Will Levis. The main question for me is his accuracy. I think <laughs> Richardson has the ability to be like a bigger Jalen Hurts. I mean, I know that sounds terrible, but like that is. No, that's I don't not, think I don't think Jalen Hurts is is a terrible quarterback either, but I think that he's a bigger Jalen Hurts. Yes, can you fix that accuracy? Is that, right. That's the, that's the main question there. Right. Those type of guys. Jalen Hurts was able to do it. So. Uh, Jeremy Cantor is saying, what do you guys think of about going after the Georgia Bulldogs QB, Stenson Bennett? I think we're all at a no there. Yeah, I, 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 he's not even on my mind at all. Stenson Bennett is like a, um, a older, Doug lesser Clooney. version of Hander, <laughs> Hendon Clooney. Hooker. I had a Doug Flutie jersey. You leave that man alone, all right? Hey, you leave the five foot seven, hundred and twenty pound yeah, quarterback, yeah. the great Canadian QB alone. Yeah, Doug Flutie's yeah, yeah. my dude. You leave that man alone, all right? He, he can throw football about ninety yards of that size too. So he I'll didn't. He, he didn't. He didn't get enough maple syrup growing up, right? <laughs> that man alone. I had his. I had his Chargers jersey, and I used to rip that shit all the time just because I like Flutie. That's just because you two are hundred years old. My, my hey, I remember when Flutie. <laughs> I remember when Flutie was balling with Buffalo, and that dude yeah. had a son, dude had a sign that said, "I'd rather have a little Flutie than a Big Johnson," because they had Doug Johnson <laughs> as their quarterback. So, like, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's when the Colts were in the AFC East, man, and it was good. Yeah, yeah my cousin said, uh, "That's always the goal. This is our year. Next year will be our year." And I stand with my team. Yeah, I mean, you got to stand with your team, but I mean. You got to see the red flags, bro. And if I was a Vikings fan, I'd be like, God damn. In my <laughs> opinion, this year is not your year. Next year is this not year. your year. Yeah. Uh, the year after that's not your year. You got <laughs> like, to get you a quarterback that's not Kirk Cousins. Dang, Chad, you lately. <laughs> I know. Usually you're the first one here. Chad, what's up, man? What's going on this weekend? He had to wake up from his nap. He probably got two uh, the game. Jeremy Cancer also said people are saying we're going after the Tennessee QB in the draft. Ch- uh, Jeremy, I don't necessarily believe that because me personally, unless you just don't see a quarterback in this draft that's not your guy, then you go after a Hendon Hooker in like the second round because of his injury and whatnot and his age. So personally, I mean, I could see why – I mean, Colts fans are going to debate. Colts won't right? waste a pick. If they don't yeah. find a quarterback in the first round, they're like, they're just going to draft – best player available and not worry about yeah. quarterback. Yeah, Colts Col- uh, fans are going to argue about whatever quarterback they want, and that's why I'm kind of over it because nobody's going to have the same idea of which quarterback they want. So me personally. Um, Baker, Baker, Baker. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's just, just the Colts need to get their guy. Um, I honestly, if they don't draft a quarterback this year, I'm going to be pissed off, and I probably won't watch the first five games. Give me um, Jacoby Brissett. And then, uh, yeah, yeah. Go get Jacoby. Hell yeah. <laughs> hey, Jacoby had the Browns in front of that division for at least a week or two. 
I mean, he was going to take the Browns to the Super Bowl. Yeah, be that so, yeah, so did we tied with the Texans week one. We were the top of the division. Hey, yeah. that's all right. Jacoby had us at five and two. <laughs> and he had T.Y. looking like T.Y. Yeah, he did. And that Denver game, boy, that catch on the sideline. I'll never forget that throw. You can't forget I'll, a throw like that. We won that game because of that play. And then he got Sandy and sucked. So, like. Well, he got hurt, all right? And then we had Brian Hoyer. The destroyer, the greatest Colt <laughs> quarterback of all time. The quarterback destroying, that's played for Destroying every, people's hopes. He's playing for every that team. Guy, that guy was a choker, bro. He threw the worst interceptions ever. I, I literally thought he came in that Pittsburgh game and tried to lose it. Oh, don't even get me started on it yet. Y'all the year the Dolphins were supposed to be the worst team in NFL history, and he lost to them. And I think yeah. Matt was at that game. Were you? No, 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 no. Okay. Was that the one where uh, Fitz Magic beat us? Yeah. And Frank Gore? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yep. Hell no. Jeremy Cantor. J- Jordan Travis is – if he was in the draft this year, he'd be going undrafted. From Florida State? That kid's a bum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he'd, be, he'd be going undrafted used in the draft this year. Yeah. I watched all the hurricane games. That kid's a bum from Florida State. Dugan, 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 Dugan. I'm just going Dugan. Yeah, no, nah, that's why that's why Jordan isn't coming out this year because he'd be going undrafted. <laughs> all right. Let's go ahead and do some locks for the Chargers Colts game next week. Uh, I'm going to go first. I'm going to lock that we lose. Well, that's easy. That's a low-hanging fruit there, Matt. (laughs) Y'all always go easy. He stole stole the easiest lock. Oh, Miami (laughs) Dolphins just scored. It's uh, 12 to 14 right now. Oh, I got Herbert throwing for like 500 yards and four TDs. Um, That's my lock. All right. Herbert has a career day. Yeah, it took it took Hines only like five weeks of being there to score a touchdown, Ashley. Sounds about right. Oh, bu- Buffalo scored too? Yeah, Buffalo's up fourteen to twelve right now. Oh the How many TDs you score with us this year? One? Uh I wanna say two. I'm not sure. It's halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> He wanted to go to Buffalo to not get playing time. That's hilarious. Um, I got to find a lock for this week. Where is it at? Is it in Indianapolis? It's in Indy, yeah. Oh, mm. God. Gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, uh, I, think, I, think, I think Zach might be right. Herbert might throw for like 400 yards a second. Easy. You know what? My lock is going to be is that this defensive line is going to have four sacks. That was going to be me. That's unique two lock. sacks. That's a unique two That's sacks. That's my lock. I got right, I'm going to do a different lock. I'm going to lock one that says Matt Ryan fumbles at least once. Yeah, yeah. That's that's, that's kind of low. Oh, you know what? <laughs> you taking the over or under on that? Moses should be coming back that game. Yep. Oh, you know what? I'll, I'll up it then. Oh, We're, I'm, going three, I'm going three fumbles by Matt – or three turnovers total by Matt Ryan. Yo, Colts old line giving up at least three sacks then. Watch, at I, least. watch. I bet you uh, uh, Bosa's going to come back. Derwin James is going to come back. Watch, they're going to have their full squad that game. All right, final score, final score predictions. <laughs> 27-17 Chargers. All right, Zach? 
I'm going 35-10, Chargers. Oh. Yeah, I don't think they'll put up 35. Damon? 24-17, Colts. Damn. We drinking go. that Kool-Aid, bro. All right, all right. There we go. There we go. I'm going. I don't uh, want us to win this, which is why I didn't say for us to win, because I think we, just like with the Vikings this week, I think we could win, but I don't want us to win, so I'm picking I'm going, uh, let's see, I'm going to go 24-23 Chargers. Only way the Colts win is Brandon Staley or that coach, Stanley, whatever his name is, just completely says I'm going forward on every fourth down and they lose the game can, that way. You can bank on it, bro. Yeah, you can bank on it. Dude is not good. I don't understand how he's a head coach. Yeah, like, they want him fired. And I don't think they're like, going to fire him midseason. They're going to fire him he, at the end of the he, season. He is the definition of a Madden player as a head coach. Really? I don't watch Chargers games. Like, the only games I watch are Colts games. That's why I say They that. went for it on their own 30-yard line last week on fourth and eight. Yeah. Bro. Damn. Well, they don't listen, listen, listen. Definition, he is definition of a Madden player being a coach. Well, well, listen. Minnesota went for it on fourth down on their own 30 today. And all we got they was had a to. field goal out of it. No, they, bro, we they were had 30 <laughs> points. Yeah, they had to, though. I mean, Staley and, they, and they won because of it. No, Staley, Staley would go. go for it in his own territory while they're up by 10. Like, oh, he, man. He's, just, yeah, he's something else. Oh, man. Uh, what, what else? What was the other rant I had? What was the other one? I know it was the quarterbacks. Hey, here's just, a hot take. If we're talking about quarterbacks, I got one. I think Justin Herbert is Andrew Luck 2.0. Oh, that's – I think so too. He's already beat up worse. He's beat up worse. Yeah, dude. I see a lot of similarities between the two of them. We can't say he's not. We can't say he's not. I mean, he's beaten Andrew – nope. He's beaten Andrew Luck's numbers for the first three years in the the NFL. We are literally going to watch Andrew Luck's twin on Monday. uh, uh, Okay, so they like to put up the stats and show you the yardage and whatnot. But right. through the first through the first three years, Andrew Luck had three playoff appearances. How many has Justin Herbert has? Well, he hasn't gone to the playoffs. Exactly. He ain't right. Andrew Luck. All right, but listen, hold on. I'm hold talking on, based on, on pure on, talent, homie. I'm not talking out. about team around that's him. A, that's a terrible take. That's a terrible take, DeMarco, and that's your worst take ever. Why? Because Andrew Luck played in the fucking AFC South, not Fair the enough. AFC West, right. with Patrick fucking Mahomes. I right? don't want to hear it. And, no, with, the, and no, with the Raiders no, before no, they became trash, no, and with the Broncos no, who were competitive. To, that's a I'm terrible not, take. I'm terrible not take. because Andrew Luck was no. running the 32nd ranked run. No, it don't matter. It don't matter. He he had to beat he had to beat Matt Schaub. He had to beat fucking Wissanut. He had to beat fucking Blake Bortles. That's it. He had no competition in the South. There was none. He was in the playoffs and had to beat the Kansas City Chiefs being down 40 35 to 0. And that took him three years to do. That took him three years to do. No, that wasn't three years. No. Yes. That was in the second year. That was the flake gate. We beat them. We went and beat Denver and then we lost to New England. Okay. He did that and with no defense. Back. He did that I'm with no defense. You. Look at this Chargers defense. That's fine. We had no division competitiveness it at all. Matter. No, yes, it does. No, if How do you make the playoffs? How do you make the playoffs? You tell you me win right your now. division. Are he you won his division with right zero now. competitiveness. You're telling me right now, if Andrew Luck was on that team in that division, he's not making the playoffs for three no. straight years? No. Hell no. 
No, no bro. That division is loaded. I'm with DeMarco no, here. Not. I'm, I'm with no, DeMarco he would be here. In the I'm, playoffs, I'm with bro. DeMarco. Look at the Broncos and look at the Raiders right now. They are absolute garbage. You telling me that that Chargers team wouldn't have eight to nine wins right now with Andrew bro, Luck? Bro, I'm telling you, based on talent, Herbert is as good as Andrew Luck is, if yeah, not better. I mean, Back. I guess you could, you could try and say talent, but he's not the same guy up here. Andrew That's Luck was a, Andrew leader Luck was a too. scientist leader. on the field up here, bro. Leader. I'm not – no, I don't like that comparison, bro. Andrew Luck was a it's different the, animal. They're the exact same quarterback, 100% only. If you take the linebacker out of Andrew Luck, he would have been the greatest damn player of all time. You get a soft quarterback <laughs> because that's what made Andrew Luck was that no, linebacker. No, you take the linebacker out of Andrew Luck, he would have been the greatest damn player of all time. I promise you. I, I don't want to hear nothing about nothing. I don't like the comparison. I don't That's like want to show the yard. Dog, you watch that game. Watch that game Monday night. We can agree to disagree on this, but Andrew Luck was in the easiest we, conference. We're going to have to do it. We're going to have to do it because to me, Patrick Mahomes is fucking great. But I'm telling you right now, if Andrew if Andrew Luck would have protected himself the way like Patrick Mahomes does, nobody is close. Nobody. I mean, Mahomes is Brett Favre 2.0. No, he better. More than efficient. Uh, he he's like, more efficient. He like, no, he's like, Zach, you're alone on this one. He's breath. Uh, uh, he's like, a, he and Andrew, he and uh, Aaron Rodgers 2.0. I mean, a bit more interceptions. Uh, no, nah, Brett Favre. Brett Favre did it first. Then Patrick Mahomes came second. Nah, Just like Brett Favre will forever lead the league in interceptions. Nobody's going to get that far. That's not true. Huh? Jameis Winston came fucking close. Yeah, but he's not gonna play for long enough. <laughs> That's not true. He's gonna play long enough. Saints no. are gonna fuck up and keep that man. He hasn't played for two years. He won't catch up to Brett Favre. He played the start of the season. Yeah, yeah and, he, and then he was done, done, so Then he got hurt. Yeah, <laughs> so then they put in Andy Dalton. No, but he yeah. need like fourteen more years to play. He's not gonna play that nah. long. He'll he'll do it. He'll be all right. Nah. He'll make nah. it happen. Because he's going to come to Indy, and he's going to throw fucking 30. Nah, hours. see, here we go. <laughs> I hope not. Please don't. No, no. Every QB if, under if the sun. Happens, James, James. If, if we keep trying to trade for quarterbacks, we're going to have to change this from the kicking with the crew about the Colts, and it's going to have to be the NFL podcast because I'd be done with the Colts. Hey, it just ain't going to work for me. Oh, I can I change can, the I can change the logo easily, yeah, and I can put something I mean, else in there. I mean, that's what we would have to do if we're going to keep trying to swap out quarterbacks. That ain't going to work. You don't think we'll get Aaron Rodgers, the betting favorite, next year? Like, Stop you know, it. Stop it. everyone Stop thinks it. we're going to. Hey, you know Stop what? As a matter of fact, whoever want to spend some money to Fanduel and lose their money, go ahead and make that bet because I don't think it's happening. <laughs> I don't think it is either. I was just, you know, throwing it out there, throwing a hot take out there. Like Herbert I will say the, for you guys though, I had I had tossed it out to you guys. Nobody really responded to me. But it's, it's probably think, bogus. Uh, no, the Tom Brady. No, you guys wouldn't take Tom Brady as a stop. I would love it. I would love it. Bring uh, him what? to Indy. All he does is win championships. Damon, Damon, you got to break the tiebreaker here. You wouldn't take that. I hate Tom Brady. I, 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 I honestly, I don't. I, Do you I don't see like him this year? This team sucks. He sucks. Yeah. You spend money and put you spend the money dude, and build a defense around Tom Brady, you get all the calls. No, listen, the dude spent more money on his fucking face being sucked in than he did on being on performing well. Like, so come look, on, okay, man. okay. So Matt, you telling me this right now? Look, look, look. Five years ago, Tom draft Brady a, all draft day. A, look, draft a rookie quarterback, sign Tom Brady on a ten-year no. deal. We no. got the or not ten-year deal, a uh, ten million-dollar deal, one year, ten million-dollar deal. 
and then he gets to sit here and work with all the weapons oh. that we got and come in with a new coach. You're not Hell yeah. Sign me up. What? All Tom Brady does is bring uh, championships anywhere yeah, he goes. I hate Tom Brady, no. but I would take a chance. He has, he has more weapons in Tampa Bay than he would have here. Thank you. The Thank Colts you. would have to spend – they would open up his paychecks. You're acting, you're acting crazy it. if you think if you think Michael Pittman and Alec Pierce are better than Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Oh, hell no. I, I think they are. You are high as shit. Oh, <laughs> DeMarco, put the coat down. No, 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 no. I think they are. And if you sit no, here, what's the name? You're crazy. Michael, uh, 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 Mike Evans is getting old. Oh, he's getting out of there. And then Godwin is no. injured. He hasn't looked the same at all. And I guarantee you, if Tom Brady was throwing the ball, you wouldn't have the same issue. Tom Brady gets the ball out fast. He'd get the ball to his playmakers. He'd actually be, be able to Pitt see. They catch the ball this season. Ball. He wouldn't have time to throw the ball. The man's, the man's slower than Matt Ryan. No, that's the whole point. He gets the ball out faster than anybody. But our dudes don't get open as fast as the people he's used they to. They wouldn't have to if he's putting it in their gut. He <laughs> like, wouldn't be because he, he'd be getting hit. He's going to have people no, in his face. No, Tom, Bra- Campbell, Tom Brady Campbell, would retire Campbell, at halftime. Pierce Campbell, Campbell sitting like this at Matt Ryan. Listen, that was one play. That was one play. And Matt Ryan. Matt no, Ryan tried to throw no, it and he couldn't make it happen. 50, he had to roll 50, out. That's been 50 plays this year, even in the Kansas right. City game where Matt Ryan no. got sacked and we got lucky that Chris Jones said whatever he said and got the penalty. We we have zero weapons. The only thing we have over here that they don't have is Jonathan Taylor. No. And he's not even playing hardly right and now. And he's not even playing right now. <laughs> we got good defense. They don't even have that and, and, the Bucks don't, and the Bucks don't have a defense. I'm telling you right now. I would I would I would take that. I would, I would not. That would be the one vet. Hey, I, I would have taken him. I would have taken him when he left New England. And you don't Man. have and you don't have to trade and you don't have to trade anything. There's just a walk in the door. No. Ten million? For ten million, you tell Tom um, we're gonna go out and be crazy active and go bro, get the guys you want. Here's, you here's build that thing. offense. Here's my question. Here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. Tom Brady's not gonna come here. Why? Because Indy doesn't have he already tried IG. to. He doesn't have IG models over here. He's got IG models down there in Tampa. Yeah, he what does, does he, he want IG? Here's Pat McAfee. That's an IG model. What are you talking about, bro? What are you talking about? The biggest IG model you're going to get. Wait, does Tom really want one? He had one in Giselle. Too much effort. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, I'm exactly. Tom's 45. He ain't got time for that. He only wants to play ball. No. Hey, I'm just saying. Tom Brady's been hitting up on these girls, man. You ain't seeing him on Instagram? <laughs> He's... I'm just saying. Uh, I'm just saying. That's the only vet that I would really kick the. Wait, for. Indiana has great crack hoes everywhere, dude. So <laughs> call these motherfuckers oh, stop. toothless. Stop! 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 He goes care hoe. But not. And also, <laughs> yeah. stop. I, I, I want. I want a rookie. I'm just saying. You know. I, like I said before, I'll take Lamar. If Lamar walks. I, I don't know. I'm kind of. I'm kind of getting off the Lamar train with the injuries and. and I still take Lamar. I'll take Gardner Minshew. He's a free agent next year. Oh, oh yeah. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Minshew Magnet. Hey, Chicago don't seem to like Justin Fields. No, I'm not sold on that. What? Uh, That's who I want. Justin I Fields I is the only possible. No, 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 no. I that. No, I think he's saying he, he don't believe Chicago is over. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't oh. buy that. Yeah, I don't oh. buy that either. That's all I've been hearing, man. Because I, I, I'd take Justin Fields. I would take Justin Fields in a heartbeat too. Right. I would. I would too. But I just I think don't we want. I think we wanted to draft him that year that he came in. I think. Yeah, I, I think we all I discussed he's that about on the podcast. Be, he's about to be on that Jalen Hurts route if he can right. fix his accuracy this next year. Yep. 
if they get that him was, some damn weapons too. If they get that him was some Chris receivers, guy. that's if he had all yeah. receivers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll even say that we got more weapons in Chicago for sure. Ballard was going to take him. They got yep. Claypool. Claypool sucks. Yeah, and Claypool's Claypool Harris. Trash. Claypool is angry at Alec Pierce. Mike Tomlin, Mike Tomlin makes Pittsburgh players what they are. Once they leave, they're always trash. Le'Veon Bell, fuck it. The only one who left Pittsburgh and was good was LeGarrette Blunt. Antonio Brown left. Trash. Antonio Brown. Oh, Antonio Blunt Brown was good. good. He, he just was just good against the Colts. Huh? LeGarrette Blunt wasn't even good. He was just good against the Colts. Yeah. <laughs> Le'Veon Bell left. He sucked. Antonio Brown went psycho. Bud uh, Dupree Martav- with the Titans. Yep. Uh, Martavius Bryant ain't done shit when he left. Uh, Chase Claypool's not doing anything now that he left. So it's like Can't the players in Pittsburgh. In. Yeah. Players in Pittsburgh need to just stay in Pittsburgh until they retire because once they leave, they're not good. Mike Tomlin knows how to use who he has. Well, he's also was a receivers coach, so that explains why his receivers. There's rumors that he's going to get traded. Who? Mike Tomlin? Mike Tomlin, that the Panthers are going to offer. Oh, you know what? I see that too. I guess the uh, the Panthers are going to offer the Steelers mega picks to get Tomlin as coach. Are we not on that? Because I would do that. No, somebody somebody said. uh, I guess he has he has major ties to the Panthers organization. Yeah, Tepper. Tepper used, and, uh, used to be like partial owner of the Steelers, or minority owner yeah, of the Steelers, or whatever. So they, and then he bought the, the Panthers. On the Panthers, he and, said he's uh, going to try and trade for Tomlin. But if I'm Mike Tomlin, I don't know if I want the Panther problems because they have no quarterback. And then, but but they have a high draft pick. They can draft get one. one. Yeah, but they're going to get it. They're going to get a later quarterback. No, they're like 11th right now. They'll be all right. Yeah, nobody's going to be there. Bullshit. Hey, they drafted that kid last year from Ole Miss. He sucks. He's he been hurt. Pick it. Oh, no, no, no. Pick it's pick. It's that was a wasted pick. That was a wasted no, pick. No, that dude last year that Damon and I yeah, no, fucking loved. No, that was a wasted pick. Y'all don't know why you guys love him. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about uh, what is this guy, damn the guy that gets no play. Why are they still putting us in the hunt, bro? Because <laughs> we got a tie. They're showing us at 491. I don't know why. But I thought, we were, I thought we were out of the we – we're. This loss put us out nope. of the playoffs. We're number, we're number 14, and if we went out and a couple of losses for the Chargers, Jets, Raiders, Browns, and Jaguars, Steelers, we could get right back in it. Oh. <laughs> Matt Corral, dude. He's the yeah, ghost. he sucks. No, he sucks. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't think I don't think my time would want to go play with that kid. I, I mean. Think, and I really know he already know he doesn't like Sam Darnold. All they have is PJ Walker on that that roster. PJ Walker, and Matt Corral, start him. PJ Walker's a baller. He doesn't have the greatest accuracy or the strongest arm, but the dude is a baller. Yeah, he's a gamer. He needs to be playing. He's a guy I would roll with. Didn't that man win MVP in that other league? XFL. Yep. Yeah. That man was that man was a monster over there. I, I mean, I, 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 obviously I, it was XFL, but I'd take and get another quarterback. <laughs> I would take Mike Tomlin as a head coach right now. Uh, we're taking Tomlin, but I'm not, those, I'm not taking the quarterback option. He's my favorite coach, active coach. I mean, as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, I love. I like Matter of fact, if I'm Mike Tomlin, I'd actually uh, keep their draft pick, get that wide receiver out of TCU. That's a big deep threat. Probably suck for another year, and then Johnson? go get you a quarter. Go get, uh, yeah, yeah, and then go get you another quarterback like uh, Drake May or um, that boy Caleb, and then he boom, the Panthers could be. 
deep in that NFC playoff race. The funny thing is, though, here's the thing, though. The NFC South is so trash that Mike Tomlin could go over there and make Carolina the division winners. I mean, but I'm saying Carolina's defense defense is so good that if they got that receiver that I was just talking about, pair him with the DJ Moore, and then they got got a couple of running backs that aren't, like, top tier or anything, but they can run the rock, and they got a good offensive line. They just got two offensive tackles. I'm saying Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin would make the Panthers competitive next year. Yeah. Imagine, imagine no matter Tomlin, who he's got at quarterback. Imagine Tomlin with a, a Mahomes 2.0 like Caleb Williams. Yeah. Boy. That would be nasty. Be nasty. <sighs> yeah. <Man>. <clears throat> yeah. All right, guys. So, yeah. So, Tomlin or Harbaugh. Yeah. I, I want Harbaugh. Yeah, let's get him. Let's get him. Let's call Ursay uh, today. I was hoping I was going to see him over at this fucking All-American Bowl, but uh, yeah, there was nobody there. Nobody. I didn't see nobody. And these high school kids were trash. Dude, they're All-Americans. No, they were trash. <laughs> they were trash. They were, like, all, um, they were All-Americans from the TV show. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they were. I'm pretty sure they were bottom of the All American list because. Well, yeah, because the real ones are down in Florida. January third yeah. is that big one. San Antonio. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, San Antonio on January seventh is the big one. That's the one where dudes that like five star recruits or that uh already signed with like Clemson and Alabama <laughs> last winter. Yeah, I had a high school teammate, a high school quarterback played in that, and he said it was like wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you get some pretty good guys. Feels like an NFL game in there. I mean, I played with a kid who committed to like LSU, Indiana, and then uh, went to Notre Dame, transferred from Notre Dame to like Cincinnati. Yeah, Gunnar Keel. Um, he was like the number one rated quarterback in the nation, best pro style quarterback. I mean, he was he was legit at the time. Wow, the refs just giving the Bills flags. Yeah, of course they're not going to let Miami win. Us. That's that's tough. Gabriel, no. Davis, Gabriel Davis went to the ref and was like, and the ref threw a flag. That's what happened today to us. Shit. Hey, just a thought, but do you think Ursay tries to make a play for a coach like Deion, Deion Sanders? I mean, you see what Deion Sanders did to Jackson State and then what he's doing to Colorado. Do you think he goes out and gets that, that crazy? That don't, that don't work in NFL. That don't work I, in NFL. It only works when you, have, you, when you have full power of everything that you're doing. Then if you can actually coach on the field, I'm not. I'm not sold on primetime. Not yet. I'll see what he does next year with Colorado, but I'm not sold on him. Yeah, me neither. I love primetime, but not. In the I do too. Like Dion, what he did at Jackson State was badass, and then I think he's what he's going to do at Colorado. I mean, take them back to the days of them actually being competitive. But I just I mean, I mean, they only had one win last year, and they've been right. in it. For the last like twenty years, so right. it shouldn't take them much. You get three wins, and it's like, yay! <laughs> right. I mean, if they win more than one game, it's a successful year. But I say, you know, if he's there three years, that third year, if they don't have eight wins, you know, I mean, it's going to be easy for him. He's already got a couple four star recruits. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's going to have Travis Hunter, the number one of the uh, player of 2022. He's probably going to. Um, Enter the transfer yeah. portal, leave over there. His son Shador Sanders is already going over there, quarterback. So he's going to. The get only reason why I ask this, if you see the Colts do something crazy like that, is do you think Ursay takes a stab if he if he misses Harbaugh? If Harbaugh is a hundred percent stuck at Michigan, 
Do you think he throws t- stupid type of money at Lincoln Riley and says, "Hey, man, oh, no. your offense, your offense works. You know, no. why don't you try it at the NFL level? Come coach my guys, have complete control." <clears throat> no, if if Harbaugh if Harbaugh doesn't work, I'm pretty sure he stays NFL. I couldn't yeah. imagine him going to the college route any further because I just don't think that's smart. You do that, you take the risk of really setting your team back for the next seven years. Kind of like Carolina did with Matt Rule. Yeah, exactly. Like you just you just mess up and make a big mistake. I don't think I don't think Lincoln Riley is ready to be an NFL head coach. And he's going to want to be a play caller. He end up just like a Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, I don't think that's a smart route. All right, everybody. Let's go ahead and get off of this tonight. Uh, we've been on for about an hour and 40 minutes. <laughs> so, All right, man. Um, Glad to have you guys come through. Uh, hope nobody's feelings are truly hurt about this game today. Don't let your emotions get inside of it. You know, we need to get us a quarterback, so the higher the better for us. I know it's a tough loss, but uh, just uh, kind of keep your emotions out of it for the rest of the way. I know, I know it's tough. You know, nobody likes to lose, but thanks, everybody, for joining in. Uh, so next week we're not going to do a show because Saturday is Christmas Eve, so I'll be too busy with the family uh, to do a show, and then Sunday's Christmas, so we'll take next week off, uh, pray for a Colts loss, and then we'll be back the week after, which actually I believe is New Year's. Uh, I don't know what day New Year's falls on this year. Sunday. Sunday, so yeah, so ne- that next Saturday's New Year's Eve. I don't know if you guys want to do a show that day or not, or we just do one. On a different day instead of a Saturday, uh, we can discuss that on the side. Uh, I don't really want to take two weeks off. So, hey, do me a favor, fellow viewers and watchers, just because you know I'm never on here, but I enjoy getting you guys involved. Um, tell us who you guys would take with your first pick, quarterback, DN, whatever. Like no wrong answers. We just want to see active people who are actively involved and what your all's thoughts. Yes, most definitely. Give us your opinions. Facts, facts. All right, everybody. It's a good show. It's always uh, go Colts lose, please. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, everybody who joined in tonight, all the new viewers and whatnot, and all the commentators. We appreciate you guys. Please like, share, subscribe, um, whatever you can do to help to get the podcast growing. Yep. Yes, sir. Go Colts. Yes, sir. Go Colts. He is going to drop the throw. Fires deep along the right sideline for Alec, Alec Pierce. Pierce. He's got it. Touchdown. Touchdown! Alec Pierce spikes it into the end zone. Touchdown! I-N-D-Y! A 32-yard grab over the shoulder snag.